Hey. Does it say Nancy Sinatra? Is that Sinatra's wife? I don't know. I haven't done the research yet. I've wondered that. Um, but uh, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't verified. Well, I'm looking it up right now. It's been one of my theme songs lately. Alex, <laughs> I'm recording. Can you please go sit in your room for a little bit? What do you need? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> I told I knew you wouldn't want to watch it. Actually, Nancy Sinatra is Frank Sinatra's oldest daughter. What? What a twist. What a turn of events. Uh, <laughs> you want to watch it? Damn. <laughs> okay, Nancy. What do you want to watch, Alex? This. There's no more Choo Choo TV. What do you want to watch? How many minutes are on each episode? Because if it's like a two minute episode, I'm not playing this game with you. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you need like at least 35 minutes. Leo and Tig, yeah. How much? <laughs> Oh, this is 11 minutes. No, this is going to be 30 minutes, and we're not even going to podcast done with this. I, I, I know, baby, but we got to choose a different one. What about, what about, what about, um, what's it called, what's it called, what's it called? Beat Bugs? <sighs> Octonauts. Did you like Octonauts? That's a good one. On Netflix? Yeah. But what about this one? Let's find it. Let's find a special one. I feel like she would like that one. <gasps> right here. Octonauts. Yeah. Yeah, those look so cool. Yeah. 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 All right. Stay in here, okay? All right. Maybe maybe I take too hype of a show. I know I'm like I had to close I had to close her door, my bedroom door. My bathroom door. Hide <laughs> in the corner of my closet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Octonuts. All the kids love Octonuts. It's so good. She's gonna she's gonna she's gonna start telling like random facts about the ocean. And you, you're gonna be like, what? Where'd you learn that? <laughs> Octonuts. You'll be like, right on, Octonuts. <laughs> Okay, okay. We're going to talk about fashion, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've got that off our chest, we can talk about fashion. Okay, first off, I didn't know that Nancy Sinatra was Frank Sinatra's daughter. I thought maybe she was his sister. Or wife. Or related, yeah. you know, somewhere. But then when I, like, when I looked up who she was... And then I seen where she was from. I was like, definitely is a relative of Frank Sinatra. Uh-huh. She's a Jersey girl. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Didn't, um, I feel like. Didn't, I've been on a Nancy Sinatra kick. Yeah. I need, I need to, I need to get some records. I need some Nancy Sinatra records. 
Oh man. It's gotta happen. That is the only song that I know that I knowingly knew was her. I don't know if I've ever heard any other her any of her other songs. So Well, I'm um yes you do. Okay, have you seen have you seen Kill Bill? Yes. Okay, you know the one where it's like I shot you down, bang bang. That was her. You hit the ground, bang bang. Yeah, that's her. Oh, that's my girl then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's my girl. Yeah. Then. Okay. I've been listening to that song and these boots, like, <laughs> and a couple. There's a couple other ones, and then there's been some like French. Like Pandora's been doing me right lately. There's been like some like random like 1960s French pop in there, and I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this, Pandora. Like, yes, you are. I'm being channeled. <laughs> yes, isn't it? Isn't it kind of funny though? Like, depending on what your playlist is kind of depends yeah. on what type of mood you feel like dressing for the day yeah so I've been wearing a lot of like mini skirts and like <laughs> like like turtlenecks and like my hair half up and it's you know like it's short and I'm wearing hoops and I've got my like knee-high boots on like it's yeah it's definitely impacting my <laughs> the vibe that I'm giving out <laughs> I know when I go through my little stages they remind me of middle school that I want mm-hmm. to put on a whole bunch of pair more and riot mm-hmm. and I want to wear leather pants yeah I want to wear I need a pair pants. of leather pants I want to wear like <laughs> eyeliner under my eyes and I want to wear dark lipstick yes one of the things that I never thought that I'd really want that all of a sudden I'm like I think I need I think I need to have some is black lipstick or like something so dark red that it almost reads black, but it's not. Like, I have a I have a really dark purple. Ooh, that would be nice—a dark purple. And then I have another dark purple lipstick that has like goldish undertones. So, Ooh. so it looks kind of glossy. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's really weird, but I love it. Like, I love those dark lipsticks, especially this time of year. I love, Mm -hmm. like, the fall time because my emo gets to come out. Yeah. But, like, I think now that I'm older, too, it's, like, a classic emo. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's, like, everything's, like, high-waisted. With a modern twist. (laughs) Yes. Everything is, like, high-waisted and dark. Oh, no, we're becoming vintage. Right. I'm (laughs) so because I love wearing my pointed glasses or my pointed glasses with everything I'm like the yeah. sun's not shining but I'm going to wear these pointed glasses because they're a life they're everything right dude now. you look those pointed glasses really work on you thank you like they really do thank you I need to find some shades that I feel really channel me it's time it's time to go it's time to go shade shopping yeah, when you come back in town, we need to do that, or I need to come out there and we need to do that. But there's, like, this really nice vintage shop I, like, going to in Brow Ripple where mm-hmm. they always have sales on their shades. And I just go in there and, like, let me try this on. Like, what about these? <laughs> Can I try these on? And I mm-hmm. never leave with just one pair of sunglasses or Oh, you can't. You can never. I mean, that's just not possible. No. I, I have, like, a three-shade min- mi- minimum, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it always it always comes down to the last three and I'm like well 
yeah, you gotta have options, right? You know? I, I have a I have a whole little like miniature drawer in my closet that has sunglasses in it, and that's it. It's just all glasses, like clear glasses, mm-hmm. fashion clear fashion glasses, sunglasses, little cute petite um, vintage glasses. And plus, on top of that, I still have three pairs of glasses in my car, just in case of what type of, like, everyday mood I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think we know, but those are one of the accessories that I feel like when you're out, Uh it just makes you look a little bit more mysterious. And it's like, it's a cherry on top to your outfit. Mm -hmm. See, I don't have that many pairs of glasses but I feel like that's how I am with my lipstick like my lipstick collection is it's 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 extensive it really is I can't deny it and um that's where I have I like I at least have like five lipsticks in my purse me too gotta have options me too I got like a matte color nude color a bright color and a red Mm -hmm. it's always a red you always gotta have a red (laughs) you gotta have a red I have like I have like a blush like a like a pinkish kind of one that's like it's sexy because it's like oh I bet that's what her color of her nipples look like you know it's like it's like <laughs> that kind of nude <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then I have something like dark and moody and then I have just like a more of just like a like a brownish nude mm. um oh so. so so we will definitely be posting some pictures of our lipsticks. Yes, we should. Yes, yes. I love I'll share. I'll share I my love fashion. Oh, you know, um, it's crazy because you would think how how evolved that the world tries to claim that we are that fashion would be like the least of people's worries when it comes to women expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people still have shit to say. Like, mm-hmm. like one of the things I really hated was like, oh, she wanted it because that's what she was wearing. Like, no, it's because when I woke up this morning, this is what I wanted to wear. I didn't think about you or you or mm-hmm. you. I thought about myself. And I like the fact that clothing is a way that I can express myself without having to say a word. Right. I remember when we used to go to Holy Cross. Holy Cross is this Catholic school that me and Jules met at in middle school. And we had to wear uniform. And though the uniform was great because you didn't have to worry about picking out clothes for the day. I still wanted to find a way to express myself. So I started learning how to do hair. But when they start putting limitations on, like, what type of shoes or jewelry we could wear, that really bothered me. Oh, like, nail polish. I remember we couldn't wear bright nail polish. It had to be, like, iridescent, like, shimmery, white, or, like, nude. It's like, I'm in sixth grade. I want to wear some fucking pink nail polish. (laughs) I want to be a girl. (laughs) Yeah. And tights, like, I remember um, in high school, I went to um, I went to a charter school, and we had to wear a uniform as well, which the uniform was nice, you know, like, like it's, it's nice that you don't have to, that's one less thing you really have to worry about, 
um, as far as like, okay, what, what am I going to wear? You don't have to like worry about really staying current with fashion so much. Um, but I felt like, uh, you know, we tried to express ourselves through like our shoes and our, this, the tights that we wore, um, and like cardigans and accessories. And then they started like really nitpicking the types of tights and stockings and, um, all kinds of like random things that I just didn't really feel like were necessary. And they also didn't really like that if your uniform, like, I had a pair of pants that were a little bit more, like, they were more yellow than they were, um, like, khaki or tan. Mm-hmm. But nothing else was, like, clean, and I didn't have that many sets of uniforms. I had a single mom, so that was kind of limited. Yes. So I wore what I, I wore the closest thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they they pulled me out of class and made me like, and I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the, I'm not really distracting anybody like besides the fact that y- you are so keyed into what I'm wearing instead of being keyed into like, how am I doing? How am I responding to what you're teaching and putting in front of me? Why is this more important than me being in class? And then too, that was a parental thing. Like if they, if it was so bad, maybe maybe you should have talked to my mother about it. Like and had hey, her bring me some clothes. Like shit. right, like hey, like like hey, this is against our, this is against the policy. This is not the right color. And then and then see too, like can can I afford this? Like and if I yeah. don't, I think schools need to do a better job at helping providing that like I feel like there should be more programs in place where it's like hey if your kid's graduating and you have uniforms you'd like to donate that are still in really good condition we would like to take those so that we have a a, a, like a uniform locker or we're able to start out a family that's lower income or you know is in need you know maybe someone's house catches on fire like there's so many different reasons that kids miss school because of their clothes right and if and if my if my pants were that distracting like I I don't know I just feel like there's just so many worse things that are going on like you could have you could have came to to you could have came to school like like mean girls Jen George and had your nipples cut out of your shirt (laughs) take me out of class with some shit like that not because my pants are a little too yellow yeah and I see that kind of like that obsession so much. Like I remember in school, even the schools that I went to where there was no uniform or when there was a dress down day, um, there's this, you know, obsession with what women are wearing. Oh, you, you know, if you're in school and you're a, a girl and your chest is more developed, then you, the scrutiny on you is so much more because basically now you are a sex symbol and you are now a problem. Fair. And that's just not fucking fair. Like, it's like, I'm hot. Like, it's hot outside. And I, these are as, these are as fat as these, like, you know, these straps get for this tank top. Like, I should, I should be able to still be comfortable and I already have to deal with the, the, the potential of 
um, getting attention that maybe I don't want as it is because I'm aware of how developed I am. I don't need you adding to it. You know, like, like, it's like, I know that I'm taking, don't make me feel bad for the like unnecessary risk. I'm aware that I'm taking. Mm -hmm. I used to hate where I could, where there was another girl that had a spaghetti strap shirt. Clearly spaghetti strap was against the rules and I had on the tank top and would be reprimanded, but they weren't because she was underdeveloped. And I'm like, but to me, like, that's not cool. Or there's a time to where they always check to see, because my legs are so long, how short my shorts are. Well, if my ass is not hanging out of them, I really feel like it really just should not be that big of a deal because now you got someone that is a lot, a lot thinner than I am. And her shorts are like little spandex swimmer shorts and mm-hmm. it's okay. And no one's saying anything to her. And some things I just think that for school settings or for different settings, regardless of what size you are, it just should, if it's not appropriate, it's not appropriate. And I I shouldn't feel shamed for having those curves that I have. Now we have in our fashion industry, we used to have women that you had to be this size and obsessing overweight. And I used to think I could not be a model because I just was not as skinny as the women that were in Victoria's Secrets. I'm just, I wasn't that small. Like my breasts were too big. My butt was too big and I was hippie and I had big legs. And mm-hmm. now I feel that I could be a model more than ever because now they have plus size women mm-hmm. that are more in the model industry and I'm like why can't we all just be models too <laughs> like well yeah it, like, like why, why does that be plus size when I, I remember I tried to I did Midwest Fashion Week for Indianapolis and they're like we're going to consider you a plus size model because you were a size 10 and I was like but y'all, you guys are putting me out first in front of everybody why didn't you just call me a model and just find something that fits me mm-hmm so I don't know that it it bothers me like it like partially I'm happy about it because of where we are now but I do think that we have a lot of ways to go because you know we talk we talk about the standards the standards of fashion but I shouldn't have to fit your standard of beauty my beauty should be your standard if you are the fashion industry exactly especially when the average size of a woman is a set like the average size of a woman in America is a size 10. Yeah. Like I shouldn't feel like, like the average woman shouldn't have a hard time finding a bra that doesn't dig into her armpits and a bra that straps don't fall down and actually fits her, her boobs. And like all of these, like I should be able to find those things because the average size of a woman, they, they, that, that's a requirement. Mm-hmm. I should be able to find underwear that don't fall apart right away. Um, I should be able to find socks that, you know, are like, we should be able to have more quality with our products. And like, I've talked to multiple women lately that have been like, I can't find jeans that actually fit properly because they're either like the way that they're making the crotches and jeans now like 
almost every woman that I talk to, no matter what her size is, is like, I feel like I've never had a problem with my jeans before where I felt like I was constantly having camel toe issues. But now the way that they're doing the, the crotch and jeans, like, I don't know, like they've changed the sizing on things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not, it's not right. And every woman that I've talked to, I've talked to women that are a size, you know, two, three, you know, right in between and a size, you know, 10, 11, 12. And we're all having the same problems. I'm like, what's, what's going on with the pants guys? Like, (laughs) what, what is changing here? And why aren't, why aren't the clothes working for us? Why aren't you making clothes that work for us? Yeah, if if they don't work for us, then who are you making clothes for? And it just goes into issues of, like, this isn't, why are you wasting resources making poor designs? Mm-hmm. Are you not testing your products? And then why, why, like, is the design, why is the design more important than the quality of the clothes? Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, we need things to be functional. It was interesting, I... I actually shared an article recently about how, like, thrifting is going to be, in the, in the coming years, the new fast fashion. Because most things that you find in thrift stores, if they've made it to a thrift store, is because that they were made well enough to be used by some, like, another person. Um, and a lot of those things that are in the thrift the thrift stores are they always like you know trends work you know we've got you know 70s vibes happening right now with 90s and 80s and um patterns and so it's like well I can go to the thrift store and spend a dollar on a shirt that's was still made with integrity and is classic like it's it's trendy now and I can make a few alterations to it and give it a whole new life Mm mm-hmm so I think that the fashion industry is really going to have to start working for people. And I see it doing that. Like you said, like um, having better representation of women. Like I see that more and more. But what I haven't really seen them, and I, and I feel like they're working on it. Like I definitely see some different bra companies working on developing bras that work for women. But they're not quite there yet. And I'd like to start seeing the fashion industry with clothing follow that trend of let's make something better that isn't that works like we didn't just put it on a mannequin and now we're expecting it to work on a human like let's make sure that our product is of quality and works for our customers right right so I um I was following this celebrity on Instagram and this post he made kind of bothered me because like not not his opinion. I feel like we're all can have our own opinion, but when you are talking down on other people, like if that is that's what your opinion causes you to do I feel like it's not okay so he was just talking about he prefers women with straight hair and he will look the other way with someone's hair that is an afro or curly or kinky or anything like that which was which is okay but then he went to go say it just doesn't look nice and 
And I'm just like, well, how can you tell me that my hair doesn't look nice or or whatever? Like that's that's your opinion. If you don't like it, if you if you have opinion, because we all have we are attracted to certain things about people. Mm-hmm. But for you to say that, I don't want anybody to feel like because they're wearing their natural hair that it's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, for you to do so. There's even even jobs have been dreadlocks, mm-hmm. and it's it's hair. You know, it's it's hair. It's not like someone my hair. It's not. It's not like someone's coming out to hurt somebody with their hairstyle. Like mm-hmm. my hair should not hurt you, mm-hmm. or my hair should not hinder me from doing my job. Or it's, being the person yeah. that you need to be. Like, it's just with everything. Like, you might not like the, des- like, the my style of my house. Like, how I have things decorated. Or the same colors that I find, I find appealing or attracted to. But manners. Like, you don't need to go so far as to say, like, ugh, I don't like, I don't like the- these colors make me feel, like, bleh. Like, you might feel that way, but that's not necessarily something that you need to, you can say, well, this isn't really my style, but I realize, I recognize that it's your style. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't have to agree, but there's still some certain level of respect that needs to be there. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that there's a difference between being like, uh, I prefer this. And then there's putting something else down. Cause my, cause my, my thing is like, I switch my hair up so much that you should be happy. Like you got a wife, you got a girlfriend, you got a mistress. You don't know what you're coming home to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the fact that hair is one of those things you can just switch up. Like I can wear mm-hmm. my, my hair curly and afro and I, I can wear it in a ponytail I can put it in a low ponytail a high ponytail I can add extensions to my hair my hair can be super long and touch my butt I can put a wig on and make it really short or change mm-hmm. the color of my hair and I can I just, imagine I, being with someone that was like I need you to have straight hair all the time yeah like dude, I, was, <sighs> I was with somebody who was like I, I don't like girls that wear weave and I'm like um but braids are a really good protective style. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but you're ignorant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to get some education. Just because I'm wearing braids in my hair does not mean I, I do not have any hair at all. Mm-hmm. It's actually good to not do so much to my hair and put all that stress on my hair all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll appreciate me later in life when my hair hasn't thinned out because I let it just be sometimes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. don't go there with me. Yeah. I don't know. When I um when I learned how to do my hair, I don't want anybody else to do it. And I just been having fun with it ever since. Like my hair's been pink, it's been blue, it's been green, it has been yellow, it's been orange, it's been red, it's been purple, it's you know, it's been all these different colors and I mm-hmm. am just loving it because it's my hair and my hair should be a way for me to express myself no matter how I choose to wear because it's mine it's a part of Mm -hmm. me and it's one of those things that I feel like I have control over Mm -hmm. I think I think it's I've always loved seeing what you do with your hair I've had a different experience with my hair where it's just been frustrating (laughs) 
I'm just like, I, uh, I just, you know, I think everyone, I mean, I think most people deal with this where it's like, if you don't do something with your hair, like, sometimes I wish that I had the option to do something really easy, like, you know, like you're saying, like, take a break and do braids or, or something where it's just really low maintenance and it just kind of gives your hair a break. And I feel like I don't have those options. So it's like, well, I put it in a bun, but there's just so many times, you know, like buns get old, you know, ponytails get fucking old. And I'm just like, ah, I don't. And sometimes I try to do a bun and it's like, oh, that look, that's a cute bun. And then other times it's just like, I look like fucking Trunchable today. and I can't put a headscarf on because you know I I can't and I can't (laughs) there's so many things I'm like "Uh, I can't wear a hat in the building all day because I still have manners you know um yeah dude my my go-to style when my hair is not participating is to do two braids to the back and pin it up in the back there's two braids. Just two braids on the side of my hair. I'm too dyslexic. I can do braids on other people. And there's but one type. hands won't do it. But my, when I'm doing it on myself, I'm like, uh, like I can kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, I lost track of like, where, wh- which way did I just, what, What's who has on? what? <laughs> Is there a third hand back there? Somebody, you got the last piece? You got it? <laughs> I just it's just never been my strong suit on myself you know like I I feel like I kind of like I barely manage I barely barely manage and um yeah if I felt like I had the type of like cute face and head to pull off like really shoot super short hair I probably would but I don't I'm wasn't made I wasn't made for that hairstyle Dude, you just said in head <laughs> What? If I had the cute face and head to pull off the- <laughs> No, I'm serious yeah. though. Like no, you know I how some it, people have like the cute skull, you know, like yeah. you're like, you have a nice head for <laughs> That's not me. I think that I would like a cue ball. I think my head I think my head's too big and round. Yes. To have like flat hair or no hair. Yeah, it's because... not the kind of, it's not the cute kind of skull. It's just no. it's not. I gotta have hair. There's no such thing as good hair. There's a such, only such thing as healthy hair. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, I know that just there's so many different textures of hair, no matter what race, um, ethnicity, or anything like that that you are. Um, but I remember, like, for from my standpoint, just growing up and always hearing the term good hair. And I didn't know what that meant. And so I didn't really know what that meant until I got older and realized they're talking about that my hair is curly and that, you know, it lays, it lays well and different things like that. And that it's not as coarse and that it's like, it's softer, like the texture of my hair. But when I went natural in high school, and I started to look at other different natural hair um, hairstyles. I appreciated the ones that I could obtain and the ones that I could not obtain because the hair was healthy. And mm-hmm. real, the realization that there's no such thing as good hair, that there's only such thing as healthy hair. 
Right. And that has been my goal is to have healthy hair. Mm-hmm. No matter what kind of style I put it in or anything like that, is to have my healthy hair and to wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It makes me feel good. Like, it when does. You, when you're wearing clothes that that you feel like embodies your artistic self uh-huh. you know you just really walk out the house feeling like you're that bitch and you feel like a million dollars you're like you yes. do and I, ha- I usually have good days when I feel like I'm cute like yeah you know I feel, sure. I'm real productive on those days there's been a day to where there are days where I'll be at home all day and I'll get out of my pajamas, take my shower and put on makeup and get ready for the clothes day and get ready for the day. Even though I know I'm not leaving the house, uh-huh. but, but I do that so that I'm not lounging so hard that I'm not being productive because I right. know there's always things I need to do. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that that is an important part of my routine as well. Like getting ready for the day. It just makes me feel like I don't know like it, it's definitely part of my routine and making me feel like I'm awake for some yeah. people it's just getting up and having a cup of coffee you know and having breakfast and maybe reading or watching the news but to me it like, let me get dressed for success right and I love- part of that success isn't you know isn't really um, conforming to what society's uh, standards of what it means to dress for success but it's dressing for myself expressing like how do I feel today what do I want to embody today like it's almost like picking your like archetypes for the day and being like okay I'm gonna wear this cape and this hat you know it's like what what am I trying to channel today through my through what I'm wearing and expressing like and I, I feel like that that's what fashion and, and clothing and shoes and hair and makeup and or no makeup or you know whatever that looks like for you like I feel like as long as you are being authentic to yourself then you can really like you can feel like you can take on the world and then you can yeah you can so Jules you you had a you had a really good quote that you shared with me earlier um do you mind sharing that I was reading an NPR article article um and it was like 40 things that happened in 2017 that were good or was it 2019 I don't remember anyway um the quote went something like this where um it said that the purpose of women's fashion is for women, not the purpose of women is for women's fashion. Um, so I think that kind of embodies what we're discussing and um, really trying to encourage that the fashion industry should be working for women, um, not the other way around we should be feeling being able to go out and find find clothing um and accessories that work for us not things that we have to make work for us i agree so 
go out and express yourself and don't let anybody tell you no yeah nobody might tell you that they that you can't wear this or you can't do that because of how they feel that's their issue if what you're wearing is going to help you get the job done put those boots on and you walk it out (laughs) (laughs) yes Thank you for listening to MILF Made Podcast. Tune in for our other episodes revolving around women's respect. If you can relate, participate. Share your stories with us on Instagram at milfmade underscore underscore and or record a voice message so that we can share that with our audience. Mm-hmm.